Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're coming to the end of Paul's letter to the church in Rome and We're in chapter 16, and this morning we're picking it up in verse 13. Romans 16, 13. Verse 13 begins, Greet Rufus, the chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brothers who are with them. Greet Philagus, Julia, Naris, and his sister Olympus, and all the saints who are with them, greet one another with a holy kiss. The assemblies of Christ greet you. Now, in Paul's salutation here, as he begins to exit this letter, it's clear that Paul had a lot of friends, that Paul was not operating as a one-man band, but indeed he had accountability and was accountable for. He was part of a body in unity with others, and was answerable to other believers that were around him. In this list that we have just went through, some have suggested that this Rufus is the son of Simon of Cyrene. There's evidence that he was that son, and Simon was the one who bore the cross of Christ on the way to Golgotha in Mark 15, 21. Verse 17 says, Now I beg you, brothers, look out for those who are causing divisions and occasions of stumbling, contrary to the doctrine which you learned, and turn away from them. For those who are such don't serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. And by their smooth and flattering speech, they deceive the hearts of the innocent. Now it's important and kind of ironic that as we depart this letter, that the last thing Paul wants to mentioned, the last shot across the bow, if you will, involves those who were a danger to the church and a danger to their walk in Christ. Those who would come in amongst them personally and corporately within the church and try to cause divisions and try to stumble the believers. You see, we must realize that our enemy is simply not going to stop at anything to strain the harmony of the body of Christ. He will no doubt exploit the fact that we live in a corrupt and depraved world. And what that means is that some people will indeed become disgruntled, and disappointed, unhappy, selfish, sinful, in some cases, even outright evil. So let us read this passage and know it well. These are God's words. Look out for those who are causing divisions and avoid them. So this direction is clear. It leaves no room for debate. The only question really is whether we will actually obey it at all. These folks that are spoken of here, if given the opportunity, will deceive the hearts of the innocent, or as the King James puts it, the heart of the simple. The simple are their targets, the childlike, the immature. Preacher's Outline Sermon Bible Commentary says the following, The most effective way for Satan to get a foothold into a strong church is to quietly and insidiously move a divisive person into some teaching or position where he can influence immature believers. 
Paul knew this, so he left the warning until the end of his letter. It is a warning that must be heeded by a strong church if it is to keep its witness for the Lord. Verse 19 says, For your obedience has become known to all. I rejoice therefore over you, but I desire to have you wise in that which is good, but innocent in that which is evil. And the God of peace will quickly crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is with you. This church, this church in Rome, they had apparently chosen to obey. And really, that's the greatest thing that can be said about a body of believers. For if there is obedience, then everything else seems to fall into place, and all the rest of the spiritual gifts and the miraculous inevitably are present. Yet Paul still wants more out of them. God wants more out of us. He wants them to be wise in what is good. Seems we are therefore expected to use our heads. However, nothing is mentioned about using our emotions on these matters. Let's make note of that. The place where we are to be innocent, or in the King James Version, simple, is innocent and simple concerning evil. Well, what does that mean? The world has a lot to say about shades of gray, and when it comes to good and bad, most often those uh, comments, those positions, well, they tend to be arbitrary and situational in nature. Their arguments are circular and opinion-based with no absolutes. In other words, the world's ideas concerning evil, well, they're anything but simple. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.